You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today I'm reaching into the mailbox, and I put out a story just asking for questions, like, what, what questions do you have for me? And this one came back, along with several others, and I thought maybe I'd take some time and answer several questions, but instead, this one kind of grabbed me a little bit. So I'm going to start by saying this. Over the weekend, I took my son to his jujitsu class. My youngest son is seven years old. He's been doing it for one year now. And all the other jujitsu dads uh, that train there, we're all kind of chatting it up while the kids are training. And then one of the dads walks in that trains jujitsu. He's got a crutch under arm. He's got a he's got a, a wrap around his knee, a brace. And he's one of the the smaller gentlemen there. Uh, and and but he trains all the time. Like he is a beast. He's very talented, um, very skilled tactician. And to the point that he makes me feel bad when I feel too beat up to train. And he's like, well, don't you just train like training, just train, like come in, maybe don't push as hard, but show up every day. Just do it every day. I can't even believe you don't like doing it. I was like, whoa, <laughs> I'll be better. So anyway, when I ask him what happened, you know, it's just like normal stuff, but it was usually a day that he takes off and he just decided that he was going to train. He works a little bit harder when usually it's a day that he needs his body to rest. And anyway, like here's the thing. That may not be the reason. It may not be because he didn't take the break, but it may have been because he does push himself pretty hard. But bodies need breaks. These are the breaks. And so if you don't give them the breaks, your body will take the break. It will take the break if you're not going to give it. And some of us fitness educators like to call these um, overuse injuries nature's periodization. So periodization is you work and you have planned breaks and you have planned intensities. And, and if you don't provide that periodization and those breaks, then your body will take those breaks, will force you to back off. So... Here's the question from the mailbag. The question is, and it's one of my favorite names, uh, uh, handles on Instagram, is Damn I Kick Hard. So <laughs> at Damn I Kick Hard, uh, no in, no cursing, okay? Uh, how much time should we be resting, especially if we're very active? And I think that is a great question. And the answer, truthfully, is it depends, and nobody wants that. People want to hear, this is the amount of sets, these are the reps, this is the weight, this is the intensity, these are the seconds between sets, these are the days between workouts. Everybody wants to know the answer. And I can't give that to you. I can say it depends, but I will also say that according to... Um, Dr. Goldsby, who is the co-director of the Women's Sports Medicine uh, Studies at the at, uh, HSS, so the um, Health and Human Services, uh, she says, oh, sorry, no, no, this is from uh, Hospital of Special Surgery. She says that there are two separate things that could be taking place when you're feeling a little... Ugh. One is there's overreaching and the other is that there, there's overtraining. And overreaching 
is this is a quote overreaching is muscle soreness above and beyond what you typically experience that occurs when you don't sufficiently recover between workouts overreaching usually happens after several consecutive days of hard training and results in feeling rundown here's the good news she says luckily the effects of overreaching can be easily reversed with rest boom that's it rest and that's it. So take some time off before going back to training. However, overtraining is much more significant. Overtraining, this is a quote from her article, overtraining occurs when the athlete ignores the signs of overreaching and continues to train. So at Damn I Kick Hard, I think this is one of the things that we really need to pay attention to, not just for you if you're a fitness professional, you are, uh, as a fitness professional, we need to pay attention to for ourselves, that's vital, but more important as we are being paid by other people to take care of other people, to try to recognize that in them. It says many athletes believe that weakness or poor performance signals the need for even harder training. So they continue to push themselves and that only breaks the body down further. So I think that that's important for us to acknowledge. Well, how, how do we know where to go? How do we know how much rest? How do we know how much to push ourselves? How do we know when to back off? And, and it does depend, but let's get into talking about some of the signs and symptoms, uh, signs of overtraining and the symptoms that you may feel. And then we'll talk about what that is related to our training, what it is related to our lifestyle, and then the, the good doctor also points out what it means in order for our health. So now these are training-related signs of overtraining. All right, so unusual muscle soreness after a workout, which persists with continued training. Inability to train or compete at previously manageable levels. That's a, that's a decrease in performance. When you actually can't perform as well as you were previously, then that is a sign of overtraining. Uh, the, you, you feel heavy, heavy leg muscles, even at lower exercise intensities, delays in recovery from training, performance plateaus, or even declines, and then thoughts and desires of skipping or cutting short training sessions. Those are signs, those are training-related signs of overtraining. Now, overtraining can also have lifestyle effects as well. So prolonged general fatigue, increased tension, depression, anger, or confusion. It can lead to inability to relax, poor quality sleep, lack of energy, decreased motivation and moodiness, and then not feeling joy from the things that we once found enjoyable. Like just things and your lifestyle kind of suck. Like it doesn't feel right. Uh, and those can be challenging. But then what about your health? Because there are health-related signs of overtraining as well. Too much training, your fitness, your performance, your exercise goals are could lead you down a place where your exercise performance and fitness-related goals are diminished, that your lifestyle uh, starts to be affected, and even your health. Your health can be affected, such as uh, increased incidence of illness, blood pressure and heart rate going up, uh, irregular, irregular menstrual cycles and missed periods, weight loss, appetite loss, um, constipation, diarrhea. Those are health-related signs of overtraining. 
And here's the thing. The more serious the overtraining, the much longer it takes to return to play. The longer it takes to recover from overtraining. So I think here are some of the things that you need to focus on. So in order to return to play, to performance, to exercise, to your fitness routines, to um, your recreational long 50 mile bike rides or whatever. Some of you are like 50 miles isn't long. And some of you were like 50 miles. Who does that? I think we need to point out some very important things. One rest. We do need to take some time off. So periodize that into your workout. Now, if you train a lot and at a high level, then you definitely are tracking, at least mentally, if not journaling, what your performance indicators are. And so if you find yourself those performance indicators are decreasing and that you're pushing yourself harder to try to get your performance back up and it's not working, it's time to take a break. And that might be also a good time to periodize the program. So that means stop training in the cycle, whatever mesocycle you're in, get out of it and start working into a different mesocycle. So if you've been working hypertrophy training and you find that's the case, it's time to back away and maybe move on into uh, stabilization endurance training for uh, a week or two or maybe even longer. And then look at some undulating periodization where you're not providing those same over and over those uh, those same intensities and the same volume. So give yourself a break from some of that. Uh, so rest. And a big part of that uh, is not just rest, but it's, it's sleep. And make sure you get your sleep in. All right. Nutrition is going to be a big deal, like your calories, your caloric profile, which is, you know, how much how much protein are you taking in? A lot of times we find that people are avoiding carbohydrates or they're avoiding fats and the avoidance of too much of those can certainly uh, adversely affect your health or your performance. So to be aware of those as well. And then, you know, get into a good place mentally, being mentally in a good place. So practicing things like mindfulness, like gratitude. Uh, these are some of the things that can help you take some moments to, like on my watch, I'm not wearing it right now, I'm charging it before I go back out to train. Uh, but on my watch, I have, um, it's an Apple watch and it's just like a breathe app, breathe, just breathe, take, a, take some time and just breathe. And I, sometimes I get a little pop-up reminder and I'm like, I don't have time to breathe. I don't have time to breathe. Like, obviously, I'm breathing all the time, but some mindful breathing. And what I also like about that is that when you do that, it actually gives you a better score, not a better score, but a better reading uh, on the Apple products for your HRV. And so that's very helpful for me for like my readiness to perform. Um, visualization, and that's good for Performance athletes, so visualization, if you can't be out there um, taking swings or shooting shots or, uh, you know, what, whatever it is, you can visualize it. And there's a lot of really fantastic science behind visualization and how that helps to increase performance. So if you can't be out there doing it, you can be at home resting, but still visualizing. And that can actually bolster your performance in some instances. Uh, maybe that's something I'll do. Maybe I'll find some of those research articles and do an episode on visualization and the benefits of that when it comes to performance outcomes. 
so anyway, be in a good mental place. And then finally, there should be a gradual return to performance. So whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's uh, whether it's your classes that you like to do or you're part of a, a team, like you can't go right back and hit it really hard. Like ease yourself back into it so that your body doesn't go, ah, no, we remember we don't like this, freak out. And then you get all of those overtraining um uh, training related signs, the free, uh, the, the lifestyle related signs and the health related signs. And then finally, we're going to look at this, like how to avoid overtraining. And I think the number one thing is like a hundred percent go like going in and going hard doesn't actually equal 100% best outcomes. So that should be periodized too. I think about, um, all sorts of sports, but swinging as hard as you can is not the the best way to always perform when you're looking at at your swings uh, in in baseball or in hockey or in golf. Also, when a hundred percent in boxing or MMA and some of the things that I may be a little more familiar with, like you're going to be in those rounds for three to five minutes, and you can't go a hundred percent for three to five minutes. That hundred percent is going to allow you a burst of energy and then it's going to be exhausted. And so if all you do is burst of energy and you keep trying and push through and push through and then the arms start dropping and then you start dropping. So uh, learn how to work within the parameters of your physical limitations. And these are physiological limitations when it comes to energy systems and time constraints but also like just a hundred percent high intensity. It might be good for some sports. I think about sports like CrossFit. I think that those are, those are beneficial, but you can't train 100% intensity every single day. And sometimes they do really good things with, or cool things in my opinion, which is they might do some really heavy exercises, but you also have to be really good at some endurance exercises. And so there's some variety and, and max strength exercises. So there's some variety in, in what's being offered. And so it, it allows and also kind of forces people to be challenged within a spectrum of intensities. Um, also try to just create some balance between the amount of time that you're training and the amount of time that you're recovering. And I also think there's so many uh, tools for regeneration, like uh, percussion devices, compression therapy, foam rolling. There's so many different things that are out there. Pulsed electromagnetic frequency. There's, uh, yeah, there's so many options, red light therapy. There are things that can help to bolster and facilitate your regeneration and a, and, and recovery that should be looked into. Also reduce your stress, drink more water, Drink more water. I saw this great thing that uh, today, that today, yesterday, that said something to the effect of if, you know, when I was younger, I thought adult drinks were, um, I don't know, like a hard seltzer. And then I found out later on in life that adult drinks are, and they were like hard liquor. And now in life, I found out that the real adult drink is water. And so when, when it comes to adulting, then drinking water and getting your H2O in your body, along with other good high quality nutrients into your body, 
now we're adulting. Now we're taking care of our body and we're trying to maximize our ability for production, for performance, for longevity, all the above. And then the last thing I want to mention is sleep. Get your sleep as much as you can. And the problem is when you're overtraining, you actually might have disrupted and limited sleep. So take the days off of training, get your sleep back on point, get those hours in for your sleep, and allow yourself to recover. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate it. If you have questions for me, reach out. You can reach out to me on Instagram at dr.rickritchie, or you can email me at rick.ritchie at nasm.org. Uh, like, subscribe, share with your fitness friends and family and anybody that you think may need to hear this episode. Thanks again. Y'all keep inspiring people to fitness, and I look forward to seeing you next time. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.